Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Nuhayikum ikhwani fi hatha al-bath al-mubashir min idha'atikum idha'at al-bayan, sawtu ahli sunnati wal-jama'ah. Nastadif fi hathihi al-umsiyah, fadilat al-shaykh Khalid Hassan Isa, wa sayulqi lana ba'd al-fawaid min al-ma'awudhatayn, falitafadda al-mashkuran ma'juran. Bismillah walhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala amma ba'd Ayyuhal ikhwatul mustami'un Kunna qad wa'adna Fil halakati al-akhira Aw fil halakati al-sabiqa An nazkura ma zakarahu al-imam ibn al-qayyim An al-asbab al-asharati al-waqiyya Min من شر الحاسد فذكر عشرة أسباب عشرة أسباب هذه الأسباب إن أخذ بها المسلم حفظه الله سبحانه وتعالى من شر الحاسد أولها أول هذه الأمور التعوذ بالله تعالى من شره من شره والتحصن بالله واللجوء إليه وهو المقصود بهذه السورة وهو المقصود بهذه السورة قلنا أنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ذكر لنا أنه ما تعوذ المتعوذون بمثل هاتين السورتين فهذا يدل على فضل هاتين السورتين وأنها من أعظم ما يتحصن به المسلم من كيد الشيطان ومن كيد السحر ومن كيد الحاسدين الأمر الثاني السبب الثاني تقوى الله وحفظه عند أمره ونهيه فمن اتقى الله تولى الله حفظه ولم يكله إلى غيره قال الله تعالى وَإِنْ تَصْبِرُوا وَتَتَّقُوا لَا يَضُرُّكُمْ كَيْدُهُمْ شَيْئًا انظروا إلى هذه الآية ذكر الله سبحانه وتعالى فيها سببين وأو شرطين ألا وهما الصبر والتقوى وَإِنْ تَصْبِرُوا وَتَتَّقُوا لَا يَضُرُّكُمْ كَيْدُهُمْ شيئا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لعبد الله بن عباس احفظ الله يحفظك احفظ الله تجده تجاهك هذه من والله هذه من أعظم الوصايا التي ينبغي لكل والد ووالدة أن يوجهها أن يوجهها إلى أولادهم ففي هذا الحديث احفظ الله يحفظك فمن حفظ الله حفظه الله ووجده أمامه أينما توجه ومن كان الله حافظه وأمامه فممن يخاف وممن يحذر إذا كان الله سبحانه وتعالى مع العبد فلن يضره فلن يضر هذا العبد كيد الشيطان ولا كيد الساحر فهذه وصية عظيمة بتقوى الله عز وجل 
يحفظ العبد نفسه أو يستجلب حفظ الله سبحانه وتعالى بتقواه لله تعالى السبب الثالث الصبر على عدوه كما ذكرنا في الآية وإن تصبروا وتتقوا لا يضركم كيدهم شيئا وأن لا يقابله ولا يشكوه ولا يحدث نفسه بأذاه أصلا فما نصر على حاسده وعدوه بمثل الصبر عليه والتوكل على الله ولا يستطل تأخيره وبغيه يعني فإنه كلما بغى عليه أو كلما بغي عليه كان بغيه جندا وقوة للمبغى عليه كان كان بغيه جندا وقوة للمبغي عليه المحسود أو للمبغى عليه المحسود يقاتل به الباغي نفسه وهو لا يشعر فبغيه سهام يرميها من نفسه إلى نفسه ولو رأى المبغي عليه ذلك لسره بغيه عليه يعني سبحان الله الحاسد تعود سهامه عليه تعود سهامه عليه إن صبر المحسود إن صبر المحسود ولم يشكو ولم يشكو ولم يتأفف بل توكل على الله عز وجل عاد شر الحاسد على نفسه قال الله تعالى ذلك ومن عاقب بمثل ما عوقب به ثم بغي عليه لينصرنه الله هذه آية جميلة جدا تبين أن المبغى عليه أن المبغى عليه موعود بنصر الله عز وجل يعني ومن ذلك ومن عاقب بمثل ما عوقب به يعني هذا مما يجوز للمسلم أن يعاقب الباغي بمثل بغيه ثم قالت على ثم بغي عليه لا ينصرنه الله لا ينصرنه الله هذا وعد لكل مظلوم لكل إنسان بغي عليه أن ينصره الله سبحانه وتعالى فإذا كان الله قد ضمن, ضمن له النصر مع أنه قد استوفى حقه أولا فكيف بمن لم يستوف شيئا من حقه بل بغي عليه وهو صابر وما من الذنوب ذنب أسرع عقوبة من البغي وقطيعة الرحم وقد سبقت سنة الله أنه لو بغى جبل على جبل جعل الباغي منهما دكا جعل الباغي منهما دكا فإذا يا عبد الله إذا إذا كنت إذا كنت محسودا إذا كنت محسودا فاصبر فاصبر واعلم يعني أن الحاسد أن الحاسد سيعود جزاء بغيه عليه وأن المبغى عليه هو منصور أو موعود من الله سبحانه وتعالى بالنصر والتأييد 
All praise due to Allah. May Allah send His peace and blessings upon His final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, dear brothers and sisters. This is a live program with Al Bayan Radio, and uh, in these the uh, Hijjah um, afternoons, we have with us our dear Sheikh Khalid Isa, and he he is discussing with us some of the benefits of the Mu'awwidatain. The surahs Qul A'udhu Rabbi Al-Falaq and Qul A'udhu Wa Rabbi Al-Nas. And uh, in our last session, we're going to share with you the 10 uh, ways to protect yourself from envy, as mentioned by Ibn Al-Qayyim Ta'ala. So uh, the 10 ways to protect yourself from the evil of envy. And these uh, um, uh, these uh, steps and these uh, um uh, causes that you take if you if you take and adopt them if any muslim adopts them then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect them from any envious person the first is what we have been discussing in our series which is the recitation of these surahs to uh, be constant in the recitation of these surahs of surah al-falaq and surah al-nas as the messenger sallallahu he said Never does anyone, uh, anyone who's seeking protection, protect himself with anything better than reading these two surahs. Uh, the second is having awareness and consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fearing Allah, being aware of Allah. Uh, so the one who uh, is aware of Allah and safeguards the commandments of Allah and the prohibitions of Allah so safeguards the commandments of Allah by fulfilling them and safeguards the prohibition of Allah by avoiding them. Uh, because as Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, and if you were to have patience and to have fear of Allah, then, then their plots against you will not affect you in anything. So for the ones who have patience and fear of Allah, they will not be harmed uh, by the plots of their enemies. And the Prophet ﷺ said in the famous hadith of Ibn, uh, Ibn Abbas عنhuma, where he said, Be aware of Allah and Allah will protect you. Be aware of Allah and you will find Allah before you. And so the one who is aware of Allah and safeguards the, the limitations of Allah, then Allah will safeguard him. Allah will protect him. And so the one who Allah is protecting him, then who can possibly harm him? What do you have to fear if Allah is protecting you? Uh, the third uh, way of uh, protecting yourself or the third cause of protecting yourself from the evil of envy is to have patience uh, over your enemy. Uh, as Allah Ta'ala mentions in the verse that we just quoted uh, in the second point, Allah mentions two ingredients, patience and fear of Allah. Uh, so what does it mean to have patience? It means that uh, not to react in a bad way to the harm, not to complain, uh, not to dwell on it and think about the harm that has come to you, uh, uh, and uh, not to allow this transgression and this harm to, to take hold in your soul and to occupy your mind, uh, uh, because... Uh, yani the, this transgression that the envious person has caused on you, if he finds that it doesn't affect you and that you don't react to it, you don't complain about it, then this will actually come back to him. 
and it will be cause of anguish to him. Uh, and so uh, it's like this envious person is shooting an arrow and the arrow is deflected from you and comes back and strikes him because of the his envy will just increase within his, himself. Allah Ta'ala, he says in the Quran, and for the one who punishes similar to what he receives of harm and then transgression occurs on him, indeed Allah will give him victory. So if someone harms you, of course, you have the right to defend yourself. You have the right to, to do to others as they do to you. But then sometimes that person will go a step further and transgress against you in a way that you can't defend yourself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come to your aid. Allah will stand up for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, will give you victory. And this is a promise that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to every person who is oppressed and every person who has been wronged. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has, has promised that he will give victory to the one uh, who has been wronged, even if he uh, uh, responded and retaliated, then how about the one who doesn't retaliate? Uh, it is narrated that if a mountain transgressed against another mountain, then uh, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would uh, destroy that mountain that transgressed and, and, and just obliterate it. Uh, because the one who transgresses, then his transgression will come back to him sooner or later. And this is something that is noticed from experience, that the, tra the, the, the transgressor will always pay the price sooner or later in a way that maybe he least expects. السبب الرابع قال ابن الإمام ابن القيم هو التوكل على الله ومن يتوكل على الله فهو حسبه التوكل من أعظم من وأقوى الأسباب التي يدفع العبد بها ما لا يطيق من أذى الخلق وظلمهم وعدوانهم لذلك جاءت في أصعب المواقف جاءت يعني كما يقول ابن عباس أنه قالها إبراهيم لما ألقي في النار قال حسبي الله ونعم, ونعم الوكيل يعني هو ابن عباس قال قالها ابن إبراهيم حين ألقي في النار في هذا الموقف الذي يعني يعجز فيه الإنسان عن مواجهة ما يعني مواجهة ما يلقاه من الشر والأذى ففي مثل هذا الموقف توجه إبراهيم عليه الصلاة والسلام إلى الله وأيضا قالها نبينا صلى الله عليه وسلم حين يعني والصحابة رضوان الله عليهم حين قالهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فخشوهم فقالوا حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل وكانوا في, في موقع موقع يعني قد أصابهم فيه كثير من الأذى بعد غزوة أحد أصيب المسلمون في هذه الغزوة فقتل كثير من الصحابة وجرح كثير منهم حتى نالت الجراح نبينا صلى الله عليه وسلم وأراد المشرك أن يستأصلوا أن يستأصل المسلمين يعني أن يرجعوا إلى المدينة 
ليقتلوا المسلمين ويزيلوهم فقالها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم والصحابة فكفاهم الله عز وجل شر عدوهم نعم كفاهم الله أذى وشر عدوهم فإذا التوكل على الله من أقوى الأسباب التي يدفع بها العبد ما لا يطيق من أذى الخلق وظلمهم وعدوانهم وهو من أقوى الأسباب في ذلك فإن الله حسبه أي كافيه ومن كان الله كافيه وواقيه ومن كان الله كافيه وواقيه فلا مطمع فيه لعدوه ولا يضره ولا يضره إلا أذى لا بد منه كالحر والبرد والجوع والعطش لكن أن يضره ضرا يبلغ منه مراده فلا يكون أبدا فلا يكون أبدا قال بعض السلف جعل الله لكل عمل جزاء من جنسه وجعل جزاء التوكل عليه نفس كفايته لعبده فقال ومن يتوكل على الله فهو حسبه لم يقل الله عز وجل نؤته كذا وكذا من الأجر كما قال في الأعمال بل جعل نفسه سبحانه كافي عبده المتوكل عليه وحسبه وواقيه سبحان الله يعني انظروا الآية أن الله جعل نفسه الكريمة كافية لعبده فالله عز وجل قال فهو حسبه لم يقل نعطيه من الأجر كذا نصر يعني نصرف عنه من السوء مثلا كذا بل قال فهو حسبه فهو حسبه فلو توكل العبد على الله تعالى حق التوكل وكادته السماوات والأرض ومن فيهن لجعل الله له مخرجا من ذلك وكفاه ونصره فهذا درس عظيم يا عباد الله قد نواجه هذا أحيانا في حياتنا نواجه بعض الظالمين يتوعدوننا ويهددوننا وهم معهم القوة والسلطة فما لنا إلا أن نلجأ إلى الله عز وجل ونقول هذه الكلمة حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل نتوكل على الله عز وجل قد تواجه ذلك مع مديرك, مع مديرك في الشركة مع رئيسك في العمل يعني ولا تستطيع حولا ولا وليس معك حول ولا قوة فعليك أن تلتجئ إلى الله عز وجل وتذكر هذه الكلمة وتذكر هذه الآية ومن يتوكل على الله فهو حسبه The fourth uh, means of uh, protecting yourself from the evils of uh, jealousy and envy is to have reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala says in the Quran, and whoever relies on Allah, then Allah is sufficient for him. Uh, and so, uh, reliance on Allah is something very, very important. And knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will support you and defend you, and you don't need anyone besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Uh, and this is why and it is really a test of faith in Allah and reliance on Him. Uh, this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions reliance uh, reliance on Him as a trait of the believers, especially in the most difficult of situations. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, and as uh, it's narrated from Ibn Abbas, that Ibrahim alayhi salam, he said this word of reliance on Allah when he was being thrown into the hellfire, uh, he was being thrown into the fire that was, that was uh, made by his people, uh, when he was thrown in the catapult, and uh, Jibreel alayhi salam, he said, Ibrahim, could I be any assistance to you? And Ibrahim alayhi salam, he said, as from you, then no. But as for Allah, Allah is enough for me. Allah is sufficient for me. Hasbi Allah wa ni'mal wakil. Allah is sufficient for me and what an excellent one to put my trust in. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him in the most amazing way. And our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam also said it in the most difficult of circumstances in the battle of Uhud after the Muslims had suffered great loss and the Quraysh retreated and then there was rumors that the Quraysh were regrouping and were going to uh, yeah, attack the Muslims once again. And this is, as I said, in the in, in the uh, uh, in the aftermath of the Battle of Uhud, where the Muslims had suffered so much, and many of the Muslims were were killed. Uh, even the Prophet ﷺ himself suffered great injury, uh, and so there was a real fear. Uh, and and the, uh, that the Muslims would be annihilated, that the Muslims would be killed to the last one. Even the life of the Prophet ﷺ was under threat. And so some of the people said that the enemy has gathered against you. The enemy, the people have gathered against you. So fear them. And it only increased the true believers in faith. And they said, Allah is sufficient for us. And what an excellent one to put our trust in. And so Allah, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved them by dispelling their enemy. And their enemy actually got scared of them and dis- decided against uh, re-attacking uh, Al-Madinah. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved the Muslims from uh, this situation. Uh, uh, and and this is what it means that when we put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you have exhausted all of your means and something is beyond your capability uh, from someone who wishes harm against you uh, and someone wishes to oppress you and wrong you. Uh, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yani, will come to your aid and Allah will protect you from any harm that the person wishes and intends for you. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't suffer any any harm. Uh, that there there would be some harm that you know that is unavoided. But the harm, meaning that the harm that the the, the evil person wishes for you, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will save you from that. So so when you put your trust in Allah, they won't be able to, uh, yani, uh, achieve what they intended for you of harm. Uh, it is narrated from the Salaf that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made for every action a uh, a, a compensation, a reward uh, from the same nature of the action. Uh, and so when Allah ta'ala says, whoever puts his trust in Allah, then Allah will suffice him. But So when it comes to reliance, then this is something special. The reward isn't equal to the action but rather when the one puts his trust in Allah then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself will suffice him so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes himself the one that uh, that uh, yani, 
is the one himself that will come to the assistance of the one who relies upon him. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not give him a certain reward or Allah doesn't say that this will happen or that will happen, but rather Allah ta'ala himself uh, uh, will come to his assistance. And so when a person knows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of him, then he has full trust in Allah and full reassurance that even if the heavens and the earth and whatever is in them comes to wish for harm, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is protecting him, if Allah is sufficing him, then nothing will happen uh, of, of, of that harm that they intend. Uh, so especially uh, when a person is in a situation where he has no ability, has no means, uh, he puts his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and believing in him. Al-Sabab al-Khamis, wahuwa yani kalam latif, yahtaj ila tama'un, wa yahtaj ila tarkiz. Qal min al-asbab al-lati tu'in ala daf'i sharri al-hasid, قال فراغ القلب من الانشغال بالحاسد والفكر فيه وأن يقصد أن يمحوه من باله كلما خطر له فلا يلتفت إليه ولا يخافه ولا ولا يملأ قلب يعني قلبه ولا يملأ قلبه بالفكر فيه قال يعني هذا هذا الأمر قال الإمام ابن القيم من أنفع الأدوية وأقوى الأسباب المعينة على اندفاع شره لماذا يعني لماذا هذا يعني ما الأمر الذي جعل الإمام ابن القيم يستنتج هذا الأمر أو هذا السبب قال منزلة يعني المحسود بمنزلة من يطلبه عدوه ليمسكه ويؤذيه فإذا لم يتعرض له ولا تماسك هو وإياه تماسك يعني تشابك يعني بل انعزل عنه لم يقدر عليه فإذا تماسك وتعلق كل منهما بصاحبه حصل الشر وهك ثم قال هذا من الأمثلة المرئية الظاهرة فهو يستدل بهذا المثال المرئي الظاهر بمثال يعني غير مرئي وغير ظاهر قال هكذا الأرواح سواء فإذا علق روحه به بالحاسد وشبثها به وروح الحاسد الباغي متعلقة به لا لا تفت يعني لا يفتر عنه وهو يتمنى أن يتماسك الروحان ويتشبث فإذا تعلقت كل روح منهما بالأخرى عدم القرار ودام الشر حتى يهلك أحدهما هذا يعني سبحان الله يعني ما ذكره الإمام ابن القيم يعني أن كما أن الأجساد يعني تتماسك وتتعارك وتتقاتل كذلك أيضا الأرواح فإذا جبذ روحه عنه وصانها عن الفكر فيه والتعلق به وأن يخطره بباله فإذا خطره خطر بباله بادر إلى محو ذلك الخاطر والاشتغال بما هو أنفع له وأولى به 
بقي الحاسد الباغي يأكل بعضه بعضا فإن الحسد كالنار فإن لم تجد ما تأكله أكل بعضها بعضا هذا باب عظيم النفع لا يلقاه إلا أصحاب النفوس الشريفة والهمم العالية قال يعني ولا يصدق بهذا إلا النفوس المطمئنة الوادعة اللينة التي رضيت بوكالة الله لها وعلمت أن نصره لها خير من انتصارها هي لنفسها فوثقت بالله وسكنت إليه واطمأنت به وعلمت أن ضمانه حق ووعده صدق وأنه لا أوفى بعهده من الله ولا أصدق منه قيل فعلمت أن نصره لها أقوى وأثبت وأدوم وأعظم فائدة من نصرها هي لنفسها ها أحيانا أيها الإخوة يعني نجد يعني مثل هذه النصيحة من كثير من الناس يعني يقولون للمحسود يعني إن يعني انزعه من بالك لا تشغل نفسك به يعني سبحان الله ترى أن المحسود إن أدام التفكير بالحاسد يتألم ويتضرر فكثير من الناس حتى العوام منهم يقولون يعني لا تشغل نفسك وبالك بهذا ريح نفسك يعني في يعني إخراجه من الخاطر فيه راحة وطمأنينة للنفس فإذا هذه نصيحة من الإمام ابن القيم يعني يتداولها يعني كثير من الناس في عصرنا اليوم وهي نصيحة مفيدة لعلها يعني مرت مع كل واحد منا يرى إذا أنه إذا إذا يعني أفرغ خاطره من ممن ممن يكيده أو يعني يريد به سوءا يجد في ذلك راحة وطمأنينة. Uh, the fifth uh, way of ridding yourself of the harm of the uh, is to empty your heart from uh, being occupied with the envier. Don't allow yourself to think about and don't allow yourself to be occupied in your thought uh, with the envier. Don't turn your attention to them. Uh, don't allow your heart to be filled with thought of the envier. And this is in reality of the best remedies. And uh, Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah mentions uh, a, a metaphor for, the, uh, for envy and the envier. He said that the, uh, the one who envies another is like someone who is in a battle. And he wishes, this person wishes to, uh, to, to grab hold of his of his enemy and so uh, if the uh, if his target flees from him and doesn't allow him to take hold of him then he will be safe from his harm but if he allows uh, his enemy to take hold of him then this is where harm and, and, and bad things can occur so just like the physical battle 
uh, envy is a spiritual battle. And so it is a, is a war of the spirits. So don't allow your soul, don't allow yourself to succumb and to submit and to surrender to this evil soul that wants to take hold of you. Don't let him, uh, don't let this soul grab you. Don't let it grab your soul. Because it's like there is a battle between the souls. Uh, and so uh, and so when uh, the evil soul is not able to take hold of the soul that uh, of the person that he's envious of, then he will keep trying until he gets exhausted and until that actually enrages him and causes harm for him uh, because the the envier, if he isn't able to affect the one that he envies, then he will burn himself because envy is like a fire. And if a fire has no, no firewood to feed on, then it starts to feed on itself and destroy itself. And if you give in to the envier, then you will then you will be destroyed. You, you know, so so uh, so if you allow yourself to succumb and surrender to the envier, then uh, it will destroy you. But if you continuously flee from the envier, meaning that you don't allow the envier to 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 uh, to affect you, you ignore them, you 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 turn away from them, you don't think about the envier, then this will burn the envier. But it's so it's so difficult for a person to to uh, to achieve that and to practice that, and only one who has a a, a a heart of awareness and as well a person who puts their trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he knows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who fulfills his promise and doesn't allow himself to worry about it and to think about it and leaves things up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do with them uh, and the one who puts his trust in Allah um, and, and that Allah will take justice for him more than he can take justice for himself then uh, then only people like that and of that high level will be able to do this, uh, to practice this. And we see in our day-to-day -day life that many people are worried about the envier, worried about this person who may have envied them or spoken about them or whatever. And this is actually a cause of anguish for them and they suffer because of their worry over people who, who envy them. And even, subhanAllah, you find even general folk, general people, they say, don't worry about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about them. It's better for you. Just, you know, uh, uh, just relax and don't think about it. And this is actually very good advice. And this is the advice that Ibn al-Qayyim mentions as one of the things that uh, that can help you overcome uh, يعني, the effects of, um, of envy. Now, السبب السادس وله علاقة بالسبب الخامس قال يعني الإقبال على الله والإخلاص له وجعل محبته وترضيه والإنابة إليه في محل خواطر نفسه وأمانيها تدب فيها دبيب تلك الخواطر شيئا فشيئا حتى يقهرها ويغمرها ويذهبها بالكلية سبحان الله يعني على الإنسان أن يعالج نفسه 
إذا ما رأى أن خاطره يجول كثيرا في من بغى عليه في من يعني حسده فبدل أن يشغل نفسه بذلك ليحاول أن يشغل خاطره بذكر الله وذكر محبه وبالإنابة إليه يعني يجعل يعني هذه يجعل خاطره يجول في في ذكر الله ومحاب الله عز وجل ويجعل ذلك يعني يدب في خاطره يعني حتى شيئا فشيئا حتى يقفر ويغمر يعني الخواطر الأخرى التي التي تجول في فكره يعني يعني كيف كيف ينتقم من من حاسده مثلا كيف يواجه حاسده فقال يعني تبقى خواطره وهواجسه وامانيه كلها في محب الرب والتقرب اليه وتملقه وترضيه واستعطافه وذكره سبحان الله يعني كلما كان الإنسان قريبا من ربه كلما حقق العبودية لله عز وجل كلما خف تأثير يعني الشيطان عليه وكلما خف تأثير الحاسد عليه قال الله عز وجل حكاية عن إبليس قال فبعزتك لأغوينهم أجمعين إلا عبادك منهم المخلصين وقال تعالى إن عبادي ليس لك عليهم سلطان وقال تعالى إنه ليس له سلطان على الذين آمنوا وعلى ربهم يتوكلون إنما سلطانه على الذين يتولونه والذين هم فيه به مشركون وقال في حق يوسف عليه السلام كذلك لنصرف عنه السوء والفحشاء إنه من عبادنا المخلصين المخلصين كلما الإنسان أخلص في حياته في عمله وراقب الله عز وجل في سره وباطنه كلما كان أقرب إلى الله وإلى حفظ الله تعالى فما أعظم سعادة من دخل هذا الحصن لقد أوى إلى حصن لا خوف على من تحصن به ولا ضيعة على من أوى إليه ولا مطمع للعدو في الدنو منه وذلك يعني فضل الله يؤتيه من يشاء والله ذو الفضل العظيم فسبحان الله يعني إن أعمرت قلبك بذكر الله عز وجل دخلت في حصن هو من أمنع الحصن من أمنع الحصن نسأل الله عز وجل أن يجعلنا من الذاكرين لله تعالى كثيرا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا وسبحوه 
بكرة وأصيلة هو الذي يصلي عليكم وملائكته ليخرجكم من الظلمات إلى النور وكان بالمؤمنين رحيما ما أعظم هذه الآيات يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا وسبحوه بكرة وأصيلا ما يعني يعني ماذا يحصل إن فعل الإنسان ذلك يعني هو الذي يصلي عليكم وملائكته ليخرجكم من الظلمات إلى النور وكان بالمؤمنين رحيما The six point or the six cause that saves a person from the envy and this related to the fifth point but it is to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to make seeking the love of Allah and the pleasure of Allah his main concern making that in place of the space that's occupied in his mind of worrying about envy and who envied him and this person that envied him use that that mental energy and that mental space to think about Allah to think about what pleases Allah to think about gaining the pleasure of Allah uh, uh, the one who who allows his mind to be occupied with uh, يعني, uh, the envier and who envied him and so on rather he should use that mental energy and that mental space uh to to uh to get to think about allah to think about gaining the pleasure of allah to remember allah to do the things that are pleasing to allah until slowly but surely he will get to a stage that the worry about envy and the envier goes away completely uh for as long as a person is near to his lord the more that a person fulfills servitude, true servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he will have uh, less and less in proportion to how much he is near to his Lord and fulfills servitude to Allah, then in proportion he will have less and less of the influence of shaitan and the influence of, uh, of, of envy. As Allah ta'ala, he says, uh, that the that uh, shaitan he said he made an oath by Allah he said by your uh, by your honor I will mislead them all together except the sincere servants except your sincere servants and Allah Taala he says indeed my servants you will have no power over them those who believe in uh, those who believe in Allah and upon their Lord uh, do they rely. Uh, and Allah Ta'ala says, and he has no uh, uh, power over those who believe and put their reliance on Allah. But rather the power and the domination of shaitan is over those who ally themselves to the shaitan and make associates with him. As Allah Ta'ala also said in the story of Yusuf Alayhi Salam, where he said, and, and in such a way do we divert from, from Yusuf the evil and the immorality because he indeed he was of our uh, sincere devout servants and so when a person is a true servant of Allah devout to Allah sincere to Allah uh, uh, seeking nearness to Allah and seeking the pleasure of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will divert away from him harm uh, like Allah diverted harm away from Yusuf alayhi salam the one who remembers Allah then this will be like a fortress that protects him from all evil. 
so if you uh, build in your heart the remembrance of Allah, then this is an impenetrable fortress that no one is able to, يعني, uh, no one is able to to invade. It, it, it will it will be يعني, impenetrable and prevent any uh, any any harm coming to your heart. As Allah Taala says, uh, remember Allah, much remembrance and glorify Him in the mornings and the evenings. He is the one who who sends prayers upon you and His angels to take it out of darkness and into light and and he is ever merciful towards the believers as sabab sabab al akhir al yawm um wa huwa min subhanallah min min a'zam al asbab wa ahamha aydan tajrid al tawbah ila allah min al dhunub allati صلتت عليه أعداءه الله عز وجل يقول وما أصابكم من مصيبة فبما كسبت أيديكم وقال لخير الخلق وهم أصحاب نبيه أولما أصابتكم مصيبة قد أصبتم مثليها قلتم أن هذا قل هو من عند أنفسكم اسمعوا جيدا أيها الناس يعني ما صلت على العبد من يؤذيه إلا بذنب يعمل يعلمه أو لا يعلمه وما لا يعلمه العبد من ذنوبه أضعاف ما يعلمه منها وما ينساه مما عمله وعلمه أضعاف ما يذكره في الدعاء المشهور اللهم إني أعوذ بك أن أشرك بك وأنا أعلم وأستغفرك لما لا أعلم فما يحتاج العبد إلى الاستغفار منه مما لا يعلمه أضعاف أضعاف ما يعلمه فما صلت عليه مؤذن إلا بذنب يعني ليس في الوجود شر إلا الذنوب وموجباتها فإذا عوفي من الذنوب عوفي من موجباتها يعني موجبات الذنوب هي الشر والألم والأذى فليس للعبد إذا بغي عليه وأوذي وتسلط عليه خصومه شيء أنفع له من التوبة النصوح وعلامة سعادته أن يعكس فكره ونظره على نفسه وذنوبه وعيوبه فيشتغل بها وبإصلاحها وبالتوبة منها يعني إذا رأيت أن حاسدا حسدك ونال يعني منك فعلم يعني راجع نفسك هي هي تذكر لك أن تراجع يعني نفسك وأن تنظر ما صدر منها من ذنوب ومعاصي فيعني على العبد أن يشتغل بإصلاح نفسه وبالتوبة من الذنوب فلا يبقى فيها فراغ لتدبر ما نزل به 
بل يتولى هو التوبة وإصلاح عيوبه والله يتولى نصرته وحفظه والدفع عنه ولا بد فما أسعده من عبد وما أبركها من نازل نزلت به وما أحسن أثرها عليه ولكن التوفيق والرشد بيد الله لا مانع لما أعطى ولا معطي لما منع فما كل أحد يوفق لهذا لا معرفة به ولا إرادة له ولا قدرة عليه ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله لذلك يعني الإمام ابن القيم عقد فصلا طويلا جدا في ذكر في ذكر ما تضمنته غزوة أحد من الفوائد مع أن غزوة أحد أصيب بها المسلمون كما قلنا يعني كما قلنا فيما مضى أصيب قتل فيها سبعون من الصحابة قتل فيها سبعون من الصحابة يعني وجرح النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لكن بسبب هذه الغزوة أوحى الله سبحانه وتعالى كثيرا من الآيات فيها كثير من الفوائد والدروس من هذه يعني كما ذكر هنا ابن القيم أولما أصابتكم مصيبة قد أصبتم مثليها قلتم أن هذا قل هو من عند أنفسكم قل هو من عندي أنفسكم إن الله على كل شيء قدير يعني هذه دعوة من الله عز وجل لهم إلى مراجعة أنفسهم وما صدر يعني وإلى يعني وإلى يعني التفكر فيما صدر منها من مخالفات ونحن نعلم أن مخالفة أمر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في غزوة أحد تسبب في هذا الأذى فأنت على صعيد نفسك أيضا إذا وقعت في ألم إذا وقعت في, في سوء فراجع نفسك هي, هي, هي كأنها دعوة من الله عز وجل لك إلى مراجعة نفسك لذلك قال هنا ابن القيم يعني ليس كل أحد يوفق لهذا لا معرفة به ولا إرادة له ولا قدرة عليه ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله أسأل الله عز وجل أن يبصرنا بعيوب أنفسنا وأن يعيننا على شكره وذكره وحسن عبادته وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين uh, the seventh point, inshallah, and this will be the last point for today, is renewing our repentance to Allah and seeking forgiveness for our sins. Because as Allah Ta'ala, He says that uh, never does any catastrophe before you, then it is from what your hands have acquired. And Allah has pardoned so much. So, so what we suffer of any harm and any disasters is because of the evil that we have incurred ourselves and our sins and our shortcomings and that's that's not even everything because Allah pardons so much if Allah was to hold us to account for everything we would not be able to sustain it but from Allah's mercy is that he makes us suffer sometimes to be a reminder for us to look at ourselves and to judge our uh, to judge ourselves uh, when in the battle of Uhud, as Allah Ta'ala tells us, when disaster befalls you, you say, what is this? Uh, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala, He says uh, that uh, you, you worry about a disaster that befalls you and you yourselves have done so many disastrous things 
worse than it, double it. You say, what is this? Say, it is from your own selves. Uh, uh, because there are sins that we know about, and there are so many sins we don't even know about. We do them and we don't even realize that they're sins. Some sins that we remember and some sins that we forget. And, and the ones that we, the ones, the sins that we know about uh, and the sins that we don't even know about are actually much more than, than the sins that we know about. And the sins that we remember uh, as well are so few compared to the many sins that we've done and we've forgotten about them. And this is why the Prophet وسلم, used to seek, uh, used to say in his dua, Oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from the evil that I know, and I seek forgiveness in you from the evil that I don't know. Uh, and uh, and there is a consequence to sins, as we have spoken about previously. So any harm or any uh, uh, bad ramifications or, or, or results or conclusions because of sins, This is actually an invitation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we can seek repentance. Uh, so we should look at ourselves uh, whenever uh, harm comes to us to see where our shortcomings are, where our sins are, and to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, some people, they just spend their time looking at uh, uh, the envy and, and who envied them and the harm that has caused to them instead of sp spending that time to looking at what they themselves have done of shortcomings and what they have done of sins to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, because what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained to befall a person, uh, there is no one who can stop that from happening. And there, uh, there is no one who can stop what Allah gives and there is no one who can give what Allah has willed to prevent. But no one will, will really know this and understand this fact nor would they have any desire and determination uh, uh, to, to do anything about it nor will they have any willpower and ability to do anything except by Allah there is no might or, or, or will except with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is most people don't even recognize that the harm that comes to them is because of their sins. And even if they realize that it's from their sins, most people don't have a willpower or determination to do anything about it. And even if they have knowledge that it's from their sins and a willpower to do something, many people will not have the ability to actually do anything about it except the one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses. There is no might or power except in Allah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the awareness and the determination and the ability because it's all from him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why Ibn al-Qayyim, he actually speaks uh, 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 to a long extent about the battle of Uhud, uh, the battle that was uh, the Muslims suffered such great losses where 70 of the companions of the Prophet sallam had died and many of the companions were injured, including the Prophet Muhammad sallam himself was injured. Uh, and there are so many lessons to be learned from that uh, battle when they disobeyed the command of the Messenger وسلم, and they said that when disaster befell them uh, even though they themselves have done disasters double the disaster that befell them they say what is this? Allah Ta'ala says it is from your own selves 
So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us aware of our souls and aware of our shortcomings and our sins and to give us the ability and the determination to do something about it and the ability to actually uh, uh, repent and turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this is a way of protecting ourselves from the evil. Wallahu alam wa sallallahu alayhi wa This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.